0: Yes, yeah, thank you very much for the chance to share some thoughts with you in the audience. And I think uh, my presentation will fit very well in the, in the session. Uh, so we just finished a research project on the separation of uh, parents and children in transnational families, a three-year project where we had uh, also included uh, families from Brasilia, uh, interesting stories to Switzerland, uh, separated, and we looked also on the on the legal status of the families, and what did uh, what does it mean for families uh, to be restricted by, by the law of the immigrant, uh, immigrant countries? And there, um, in Switzerland, they they uh, restricted family uh, reunification. Uh, you might know that. So my starting point, and there I can also uh, perfectly fit in into the debate into the debate uh, which we started at uh, that conference yesterday and continued today, um, we see more and more, or when we, you look at, at migration research, uh, the understanding of migrant and social actors is becoming more or less predominant. So you look more on what what uh, is the agency of migrants, what are they doing, what are the reasons, what are the motives for, and, and that's also the topic of this conference, how do they fit into structures, systems, patterns, patterns of migration. Uh, transnationalism, the concept, uh, not only from a legal standpoint of view, a difficult concept, uh, we asked it also when we did our research, uh, do we do we do research on transnational families when we looked at the separation looked at the whole process the uh, uh, the process of decision uh, of separation leaving the children behind the phase of uh, separation and then also unification reunification uh, in Switzerland and uh, what are we dealing with are we dealing with migrant families uh, just a um, uh, prolonged process of immigration which we looked at or are we dealing with transnational families? And uh, there I find uh, a notion of uh, Thomas Feist uh, interesting in one of his uh, papers on transnationalism. He thought transnationalism might maybe uh, only a phase of um, the migrant existence uh, for a certain period, but might not uh, continue. And there we can also connect to, uh, uh, to Anna's presentation. So, what keeps the transnational bonds? And uh, as you know from the literature, children are the strongest bonds uh, which families have to keep up transnational uh, transnational relations. But in general, uh, transnational uh, opened the focus on on migration and and space, social and geographically, and it opens uh, the the perspective of migration research uh, to look more, or to to, uh, try to to better perceive, to better, better understand the complexity of migration, and uh, go beyond narrow understandings of migration, unilinear, one directed one one uh, processes. But as I would say, um, uh, family research uh, became a dominant perspective in transnationalism. I think uh, because uh, the family is a, is a social unit which you uh, which you can uh, good focus on uh, on research and also theoretically. And uh, it gives the opportunity and that's also a chance of family research not only to look on individuals, their meaning, their acting, their judging of situation, their negotiation process, but looking also at a, at a social unit, what happens there and how the, do uh, the interactions uh, reflect and um, what's coming out of these uh, interactions into such a social unit in regard of uh, migration process. Then new challenges uh, the understanding of uh, social co- coherence and uh, belonging, social coherence uh, of the family, what keeps the family together, what keeps the family uh, also apart, um, belonging to what do we belong? Do we belong only to to a social unit like like family, a family, transnational family, also in a wider context, or uh, do we build up also affiliations to? Uh, at the place where we live, and who is that we, Uh, that we, the family, or is it single members, uh, single members of the family, and uh, what does belonging mean when we look at the geographical uh, dimension, Uh, what makes this different locations where we uh, spend a certain time of our life. Uh, So it gets very complex, uh, complexity of uh, migration, Means then family is embedded in community and society. Uh, I put it in in singularities: community and society. You could also pluralize and say in communities, in very much different heterogeneous communities, and also in in different societies. Uh, And uh, migration builds up new connections between. so, uh, when you look at the conceptual approach of uh, for migrant research, uh, I would suggest to, to deal with migrant as social actors. Um, but when you're doing that, you have to look at different forms of migration within life course perspective. I think the life course perspective is quite important, uh, as it is the, the location to look at. If you look at a life course, you, you can see, yeah, uh, one person has uh, experienced different forms of, of migration. And if you don't look at a life course uh, perspective, you won't find uh, that uh, maybe one uh, intercontinental migration uh, is at the end of a learning process in which local mobility, uh, which started with local mobility, uh, internal migration, and then finally uh, the, the intercontinental or the international migration uh, came up, or the other way around. Intergenerational generational and interactional perspective I think that's also important, especially the intergenerational one. If you look at the migrant families, uh, they have often, uh, or the families at least, we we had in our sample, uh, they told often about experiences as well from other family members, uh, from uh, the wider family, uh, besides members of the community, and also, uh, they told also about uh, their parents and their families of origin, where they uh, were born, uh, what experiences of migration uh, they had and uh, their parents had. Uh, Also important to take this into account. Uh, A process grounded perspective uh, is necessary. Uh, We had this also today uh, when uh, Eva was uh, presenting her paper. Uh, I think that helps to avoid limitations due to the cleavage between internal and internal. Uh, migration. I think we need to give up this cleavage for migrants, that's not a relevant issue, internal and, uh, and external. Uh, it's a condition, and it's linked to, to our uh, understanding uh, of society, which is still, even if we talk about transnationalism, uh, maybe also the problem of transnationalism, it's still focused on, on nation states and transnationalism. Uh, Process grounded perspective contributes to understand the, the. I hope so, and that's my aim uh, to understand the complexity of uh, migration. Uh, understanding uh, or looking at processes, uh, challenges us also as researchers, uh, as soon as we have a category, the category gets wrong. So we need always to think about categories and how we name uh, things, um, what categories we are using for our research. Uh, with the knowledge or with the, the, uh, the attitude that, yeah, those things can be wrong uh, after we use Nevertheless, it's the only way we can talk about things. So. Uh, I skipped the methodological nationalism. We dealt already with that or are familiar with, uh, with that. I think um, what needs to be done to decoupling migration from uh, methodological nationalism, it means. Uh, to deal with nation states uh, not as a structure structure and but from an actors perspective to deal with uh, nation state as a condition uh, to look how does uh, state state uh, institutions states organizations are relevant for for these actors for this um, are they uh, are they relevant for actors for for instance uh, legal, uh, the legal structuring of Switzerland is for migrants from uh, middle America uh, from European cent- perspective from Central America is not um, uh, it's not important they just uh, try to come into Switzerland and look there uh, how they can deal with the legal, uh, the legal uh, context which is given there they don 't care about uh, the legal system in Switzerland, but if they are living in Switzerland they have uh, they are confronted with that system. And for instance, uh, if they don't uh, unif- uh, if they, they manage to, to get a permanent uh, residence, uh, then uh, they are confronted, with, they left the children behind, they are confronted with the situation that uh, if the children are older than 12 years old, uh, then uh, they need to uh, do the unification uh, uh, in, in one year. And after one year, they have a problem that uh, they cannot legally uh, reunify uh, anymore. The idea behind this an um, integration idea. Uh, the longer the the children, or the, the earlier the children, come into the country, uh, the longer they go to school to the Swiss institutions, uh, the better the integration effects are. So, out of an uh, integration perspective, such a rule makes sense. Uh, it's completely against all experience of uh, micro and transnational. So, that's uh, dealing with the nation state and its institutions as a as a condition, uh, not migrants, implicit or uh, and, and and the nation state or the nation is not migrants implicit or explicit uh, reference point, uh, but often we are dealing and thinking with death uh, with the, the nation state as an, an implicit or explicit reference. Uh, we need to apply a wide understanding of migration. Uh, we should start thinking on migration and um, Ronald Schelling would uh, maybe. Uh, argue that uh, that's not anymore migration that's mobility Uh, when we understand migration as a change in residence uh, to go beyond communal borders then we integrate uh, uh, the division or we break up the division of internal and and international migration Uh, I think we also need to reshape and change uh, uh, to understand migration as a process of reshaping and changing uh, of social relations and that's the the, the core issue of uh, the, the core, uh, the relevance of, of migration for social, for social relations. It's an intervening process, uh, changing and reshape, uh, reshaping uh, social relations which we are, uh, have built up in, in our life. Um, understanding. Okay. Uh, what does it mean? Uh, again, uh, migration is a, uh, understanding. Migration uh, I started with the reshaping and uh, change of social conditions. Uh, then we need to build up uh, an understanding of migration as a context and as a process at the same time, kind of ambivalence to see the process and see uh, it as a context uh, if you look at migrants in a society uh, as part, uh, they are always part of society, there is no exclusion uh, possible they are always included and we are dealing with, we are uh, categorizing them, we are separating them in, uh, in, in Legal migrants and illegal migrants, documented and non-documented migrants, in uh, long uh, uh, in residents and and, um, permanent migrants and in um, uh, and um, short uh, short short-term migration, and so so it's always a process of socialization, and it does affect uh, the whole social group where migrants can be identified somehow. migration is also a balancing uh, balancing process uh, the cara uh, i think he tried also to avoid this uh, national uh, this national or myth, nationalism by introducing migration as a balancing uh, process and i find it quite quite interesting to see uh, with using this concept you can see uh, it's kind of on the on the different levels um, micro uh, measure and uh, macro level, uh, you have different, uh, you can uh, look at different processes of balancing going on. It's an actor centers perspective, and sorry, I have to speed up a little bit because of time, maybe in the discussion we can uh, come back to these issues. And uh, understanding the complex the complexity of migration, I think it's useful, uh, or I found it useful, to refer to uh, Elia's concept of the defiguration. Uh, Elias, Novalis started his thinking on uh, on society also as well uh, with the critique on society that we look at society often as a more static uh, social uh, unit, and when we have a, if we have a static social unit, then we we are not looking at uh, those changes which are permanently going on in society. So how can we understand this better? Uh, interesting also, and that's for migration research. Also, in, interesting uh, societies are organizing institutional uh, units, and profession and state are uh, units of survival for the for the individuals. Then we come into issues of labor migrations. So then I think we need to focus on a kind of a scheme of, of social relations. Uh, we need. Uh, uh, we need to look at uh, individual community society and world society and the uh, relations between these categories uh, at the same time and in a, a way of uh, process thinking. Um, this scheme of social relations is developed by uh, Ernest Chewy, uh, a German uh, educational uh, scientist. And uh, what we applied in our research, and we have now a new uh, research project on life strategies of migrant families in marginalized quarters. Uh, We need to look uh, what perspectives do migrants have, what what are the motives, but but also what are the perspectives, and uh, what life plan uh, do they develop, uh, what lifestyle, and how uh, do they learn in uh, developing these processes and um, trying to to come to to realize these uh, these, uh, plans. Okay, one short example from from our uh, from our research: the family Martinez, the separation of parents and children in transnational families. Uh, the Martinez family uh, from Ecuador. Uh, we have their family figuration, which is characterized by a tradition of entrepreneurship. Um, the the family or the the, the, uh, the husband lost his uh, his. Uh, his workshop uh, by, uh, he was burgled burgled twice and could not longer afford to to be a self-employed entrepreneur. Uh, Then uh, they decided to to move and there was a negotiation process uh, uh, between the parents. Uh, First option to move was uh, to the US to solve the situation. Uh, They decided uh, for for the man, for for the husband, and they decided no, uh, not to go. The the wife said, you cannot leave me alone here with the kids. So he stayed. Uh, Second option was uh, an uncle of her came to, uh, already in Switzerland, came to uh, Ecuador. (coughs) And he said, okay, I can take one of you with me. They negotiated against and then they decided the wife goes, uh, goes first and then the man, Went, and later on, they took also the, the children, the four children, to, to Switzerland. Everything undocumented. Somehow they managed to become legalized. And nowadays they, they can. Uh, we have a very good, uh, nice success story of this, this family. So the wider family uh, offers economic, social, and cultural resources, which are uh, which are used. Also, the community was not so clear. Uh, the second offer came out of the, the wider family for for migration. Uh, uh, the first offer for the US was, um, I say, uh, we think it was from a community a community member. And uh, the f- uh, figuration, looking at figure, the what was important for them to, to migrate, it was the, uh, uh, they wanted to migrate to, to improve their, their economic, economical situation of the family, uh, but improving not just to be uh, better off, Uh, but to finance and give their their, their children a good start into life by a good education. That was the reason for And this plan uh, was hindered by the loss of the the own business. We have the scheme of social relations, neighborhood and by (coughs) social relations are uh, relevant, and we have life strategies. Education and work, entrepreneurship, are uh, important orientations for for the the parents and for for this family. And migration is also a life strategy of the family. So dealing with uh, migration and looking at migration as a life strategy means also migration is uh, not a problem, but a solution for certain challenges uh, which families are facing, uh, facing uh, in their, their, uh, their life course. Yeah, that's basically what, I, basically what I wanted to say. Thank you very much.